Hello everyone, happy Wednesday for the first week of Workshop Wednesday. Um, so first, tag a bunch of people below. Uh, if you would like to be tagged on future ones, please just let me know, just say uh, tag me below. So, and if you're on the live, let me know you're on the live. If you're on replay, just let me know you're on the replay. Um, so, hey TJ, hey TJ. Can you see this whole thing? I want to make sure this is in. The thing's a little bit off. Jordan, what's going on, man? How are you? Uh, just want to make sure everybody can see this. First, ah, thanks, buddy. Thanks for the worst birthday wishes. I, I appreciate it. Um, so, yeah. Also, Jordan, can you see me? Am I off this screen right now or not? Because this thing is doing weird stuff. I don't know what's going on with Facebook. They're resized on my iPad. But just let me know if you can see me or not, if I'm actually on the screen or not um, because I'm not sure so <laughs> so well workshop Wednesdays so what we want to talk about number one on your workshops when you work your workshops you want to identify the right workshop to do for your practice right um, a lot of things go into this um, if you don't identify the right thing for your practice your workshop can flop before it ever even gets started. Mike, what's going on? How's it going? So, uh, Mike, can you see me? Am I on the screen? I asked Jordan, but he left quickly. Um, I don't know if you can see me or not. All uh, right, because it resized and it's weird right now. Um, anyway, so workshop Wednesday, week one. What do I want to talk about? Identifying the right workshop, right? So there's a lot of things that go into this. Number one, your market like what does your market look like um are we is it saturated in a particular thing like if there are 10 chiropractors around you and a bunch of physical therapists and somebody that specializes in back stuff and you're running a low back and sciatica workshop you might already be in a saturated market it doesn't matter how awesome you are it doesn't matter hey oh, thanks for the birthday wishes mike uh, it doesn't matter how awesome you are. It doesn't matter how much you crush it. The market's saturated. Like these people are getting exposed to this over and over and over again within your market already. So even if you're doing awesome, your lead magnet just isn't going to bring in as many people. There are the more competition, the more difficult it is to get people into that. So, uh, you know, you have to really assess your market to make sure that what you're doing is a good fit within your market. Like I said, if it's saturated, you're going to be a bad fit. It's it's not going to go well. Uh, no, I've tried it. I've done it. Uh, doesn't work when you're in a saturated market. Uh, you have to identify that niche, that that thing that's you know the best thing within the given market that you're in. Now this changes with a lot of things. You know, if you're a pelvic health specialist, you know there's not a lot of places to go here. You're not going to be running a shoulder workshop in a uh, Hey, Captain, how's it going? Uh, you're not going to be running a shorter workshop if you're a pelvic health therapist. It's just not what you do. Uh, which takes us to number two. Number two, do what you do well. What What is it that you're gifted at? What is it that you do with people? What is it that you help everyone with? You know, you don't want to stray too far from your core with your workshops, right? because you'll bring the wrong people into your practice. Uh, bringing the wrong people into your practice is almost worse than bringing no one into your practice at all because they're not gonna have a good result. Their, their outcome isn't going to be what they want or what you want. 
because it is not what you do. So make sure that with you identify what there is available within your market, make sure that what you're doing is something that you do well, something that you can deliver a great result for each and every patient through the door. If not, everything breaks on the back end, right? Because that's number three. Do you have past patients that will refer to you, right? Number one, you need to identify these past patients, right? That you need some means, and we'll get into this in later workshops, but you need some means of identifying these patients. So if you have past patients that already have had success stories, now we can start working different things. We can start working testimonials with them. We can start asking these people for referrals. Yeah, Captain, I didn't see what you said there. Hey, Eric, how's it going? Anybody else's video turned sideways? Oh, is my video turned sideways? Oh no, it's right on my screen. Is anybody's turned sideways? Captain, I don't know what's going on here. Uh, my screen's right set up. Is anybody else having this shirt off? I can see you better. <laughs> uh, so yeah, is anybody else having an issue with this being sideways? If it is, I guess I'll have to do this thing over again. Um, I'm not exactly sure what's going on there. So, uh, but if it's sideways, we'll just redo this whole thing. No big deal, I'm trying to keep these short, 10, 15 minutes. So, uh, sideways. Huh. I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> if that's the case, I'll re-record it. Everything's right on my screen now, you know, my live, everything, everything's horizontal on mine. Um, so anyway, uh, past patients, right? So identifying happy past patients are a huge leverage point. Your testimonials, get people to get over that hurdle. People need to like, know, and trust you. If they don't like you, if they don't know you, if they don't trust you, they're not gonna show up at the workshop and they're not gonna convert, right? Because even if they do show up, you won't convert them because that is the entire goal. If you have past patients that can give you testimonials about what you're doing, it helps you to clear some of that hurdle. If the testimonial comes from their family or friend, now we have magic because they already like, know, and trust the other person. It's better than a testimonial from somebody whom they don't even know. If your mother tells you something's great, or your brother, or your cousin, it's a lot better than Joe Schmo, who you've never met before, saying, hey, that's great over there. It, it, it carries a little more weight. Uh, okay, I'm perfectly fine. <laughs> Mike, nobody wants that. Like there's three people on here right now. It'll go to zero. As a matter of fact, I'll turn mine off if I have to take my shirt off. No one wants to see that in the world. Uh, but uh, so so, what do you do well? You know, and then do you have past patients to refer to you? Right. We also need a mechanism. We're going to get into this later. You need a mechanism of identifying who you should ask and who you shouldn't ask. Uh, there's there's a specific science to this. A guy from Harvard did a ton of research and we will get into that. But if you have past people that can refer to you, if you've already been successful at this, these people are going to fill your workshop and they're gonna convert. They convert over two times better rate than, than cold traffic from a lead magnet. So you really have to identify what you've done well in the past and bring those people in. Then the final thing, uh, <laughs> might get influx new viewers, hopefully. Uh, you want to give them a quick win, 
right? So when you're doing, I recommend doing a demo, right? You want to get somebody up in front of the entire group and you're going to kind of cherry pick from the audience. You're going to see somebody, you want to identify somebody that you think you can get up in front of everybody and you can demonstrate a quick win to them. So you can show everybody in the audience, not only the stuff that you're teaching, when you give them your handouts, when you give them all the information, when you talk to them up in front of the room, when you engage them, that's one thing. When you bring somebody up that's got a problem, right? So they're, they're there for a little back pain, they go down to touch their toes, they can barely get their knees, right? Then you get them on the table, you spend five, 10 minutes with them, they get up off the table and now all of a sudden they can get down to their ankles and they say that their pain's improved. Now you start to build credibility with everyone within the thing. <laughs> Thousand viewers, yeah, I'm sure. Everybody's already in. There's only 250 people in the group, which, hey, thanks guys. That was a great birthday present. We topped over 250 today, so which I'm pretty excited about. But uh, yeah, but you need to give these people a quick win. If you can give them a quick win, then that really is going to convert more people in your workshop. You have to give them a quick win. So you have to pick something from the beginning that you know you can give someone a quick win with. You know, it, you know, if you're a pelvic health specialist, as I used the example before, this is going to be a little bit more difficult. You're not going to be able to get up there and do, you know, the thing that you do in front of everyone. It would be very awkward. Uh, so you've got to you've got to pick something where you can show the people in the audience a quick win with someone in the audience, right? So that you are establishing that credibility. Hey, Dean, how's it going? So you're establishing credibility with it everyone within the audience, right? So, another just fast rundown of this thing. For your workshop, what should you do for your workshop? Your market, identify what the needs within your market are. If there's a thousand back people within your small area, chiropractors, tons of back ads, this market is saturated. You're gonna have a harder time getting people into that workshop and closing. Um, I recommend that you vary these. Do not run the same workshops back to back to back to back to back. They'll work for a month or two, unless you're in an absolutely huge market, they'll work for a month or two and then they'll fizzle. They'll fizzle right out on you because you've already, you saturated the market yourself. Number two, what do you do well? What is it that you're gifted at, right? So what is it that you've helped people with? What is it that you're really good at? You want to try to tailor your message to something within that market, right? Hey, Will, how's it going? So you want to tailor your message to something within that market. To that end, you will have past patients that have had wins, right? You want to use testimonials from the past patients that you've had wins. Those testimonials are very important in overcoming the like, know, and trust hurdle. The like, know, and trust hurdle is the difference between you closing somebody and somebody walking out of your workshop without closing. As I said before, if we can identify these past patients, the happy ones, and get them to refer people to us, you can fill your workshops up with people that are primed. They're ready to go. They're ready to close. They're going to close at over twice the rate as cold traffic that you nurtured with a campaign, a lead magnet, whatever. Um, oh, not a problem. You're late. Well, everybody's late. Um, fortunately, this is recorded on Facebook. You can go back and watch it when we're done. <laughs> and then the final thing, a quick win. 
when get up, try to do a demo if you can in front of the audience. You want to display a quick win for somebody within the audience, right? This overcomes that last bit of trust with them. Then within the group, you want to identify the people that are most likely to close, right? You know, you want to ask, you want to engage the audience and find out who's in a lot of pain, who's really having a problem with the thing that this workshop is. Those are the people that want to close. They are there looking for an answer to their problem. You need to identify them. So the demo allows you to show them a quick win. You identify them and then you have to ask for the close. You have to ask them to become patients. You have to ask them to sign up for an evaluation. You have to ask them to sign up for your screen, free screen if you can't get them to sign up for the evaluation. You need to engage with them. You need to, and when this is over, you gotta reach back out to them. But that's not what this one's about. This one is about identifying the workshop that you should do. The thing that's going to close and bring the most people into your practice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, thanks, Well, I'm glad you like it. Um, and anyone, questions? Just put them below. Um, if you would like me to tag you in future episodes, we're going to do uh, an, at least another three in this workshop series. Uh, you can put tag me down below, and I will make sure that I tag you on the next workshop Wednesday. So, hey, I hope everybody has an amazing day, and keep going. We're going to get you there, and you're going to crush your workshops. And Thank you guys for checking in and have a good one. How long do you do work? Uh, workshops, I try to keep them not too brief. I, I want at least 25 minutes to a half an hour minimum. Uh, I try to go for 40, 45 minutes. Any longer than that, I find that I start to, to lose people. You start to lose them. You want to give them the information, show them a quick win and close. The goal here isn't to trap people, to keep them there for as long as you can, to stuff as much information into, into them as you can. The goal is to show them that your practice is the right fit, that you can solve the problem that they have, that you understand the problem that they have, you've already helped other people to have that problem, and you can solve that problem with them. Yeah, so, so yeah, 30 to 45 minutes is generally where I try to keep it. I don't try to, I don't try to get it too long. People check out. People check out. You have to constantly engage. Always be closing. Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah, you you got You have to engage your audience. You have to engage your audience. This is this is uh, well, public speaking one on one. You have to ask them questions. They've got to come back to you. You know, there has to be engagement. If there's not engagement, you're going to lose them, right? So you have to be engaging. You have to ask them questions. Make them raise their hands. You know, constantly engage within that workshop. But the first thing, like I said, is this identification process to make sure that you have the right fit, that your practice is the right fit, that that patient is the right fit, and then that patient is primed and ready to go when they show up for your workshop. And that when that quick win is what's really going to help you close. So again, thank thank you guys so much for checking in. Thanks for the questions. Thanks for the engagement, guys. Uh, I love all you guys. I love this group. If there's anything I can do to help you guys, please just feel free to reach out to me. We'll hop on a call, do whatever I can to help you. Hey, thank you guys. Have a great Wednesday. It is awesome to be on here. And I will see you guys tomorrow for uh, our Thursday edition.
of the physical therapy practice builder. Um, we're going to talk about uh, something a little bit different, but we're going to keep the workshop series on Wednesday. Hey, have a great Wednesday, everyone. Take care.